world is in trouble. Anytime Mojo Banton come, Batty boy get up and run. <laughs> a gunshot me head back. <laughs> Finger guns up, finger guns up, Jersey, finger guns up, do one jockey give them Paul instead The row on the sweetness between the legs Y'all bend down back way and accept the peg And if it really at you know she still now go fled Shout out Buju Bantan Panty raid, be a body business them love Me say boom bye bye in a body boy Shout out all my people in Jamaica Shout out all my people in Brooklyn Bushwick stand up next time why not promote no nasty man, they must be dead Oh man, it's the greatest thing This should take me back to house parties, y'all House parties, basement parties, roof parties All that Grind parties Welcome world, welcome world Episode 83 of the Great American Hip Hop Debate Podcast Put your finger guns down Put the weed up I am the brother Burns as always To the left of me, I got the brother BS BS to the OP, LBE, MDMA all day You know what it be Normally we would we would have the brother Bloodshot on check-in, but he's right. away on business. Oh. However, we do have today um checking in with us from Brooklyn, the uh-huh. brother BR Molly. What's good, BR? What's going on, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Good to be here. Damn, my bro BR. I met BR damn like six, seven years ago at yeah. a big pun event, man. Super cool brother. It's always been loved, so I appreciate mm-hmm. that, bro. Definitely, man. Likewise. We're welcome, um, welcome. The brother BR actually, and I always meant to thank you for this, um, had myself and the brother BS um, yeah. on set for the final season episode. finale, which might fuck around and be the series finale, I don't know, of Money and Violence, and that shit was big to us, because we started out like super fans just watching this shit Word. and talking about it, mm-hmm. and uh, and we linked with you, which was awesome, and you invited us to the finale of the series we was Word. watching that shit we got to take some pictures that was awesome brother Word. i, I always wanted to say thank you brother Word. so thank you that shit Absolutely. was a dope thank ass you, experience man. that shit was super dope man. definitely man i appreciate you guys for even tuning in and being supportive as you guys were like if it nah. wasn't for the supporters we wouldn't have made it where we made it you know? that shit was super so we dope, appreciate man. you guys as well nah absolutely bro and, and the character of br Word. which is just you turned yeah. up a little bit <laughs> um memorable bro now um i have to ask you for all the listeners and all the fans of the show that are listening is there any updates um as far as money and violence coming back for a season three have you heard anything yes yes um that you asked the guy um mo aka rafe mm-hmm. he called me about two three months ago if that that's if, if, at most. Mm. He called me in uh, early morning one day and was like, hey, BR, um, just to notify you that we got a call stating that Money and Violence is coming back. So Money and Violence is supposed to be coming back. I just don't know when and I don't know what's going on. As You know, he just put me on standby recently. That was sometime <laughs> during the summer. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, cool. I was, I, it was unexpected, unexpected call, but yeah, it's coming back. It's definitely coming back. So that is a uh, 
GAHHD Godcast exclusive right there that I'm hearing for the first time. And I and I follow Rafe. Yeah. And I follow you, mm-hmm. um, and I'm always looking out for like any updates, and I hadn't heard nothing. So to hear that a call yeah. was made two to three months ago, well, letting people know that you know that work is about to be ready, that's awesome. So all the fans you. out there, everybody out there, be on um, the lookout. stay on the lookout. Money and violence will be back, according to the brother Br. And shout out to the brother Mo, um, okay. aka Ray, for for a creating the show and also for having us, for letting us be on the set. Um, damn, that's all dope Facts. shit, bro. That's super good news to hear, man. I can't, I, I can't wait to see you back out there. Were uh, lining fools up and jacking fools and busting Yo. shots <laughs> on some Rambo shit just by yourself. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Let's jump around I mean, like, a little bit. Um, Br, you still acting? Yes, I've um. After Money and Vines, I got picked up for a TV series titled Trapping TV Series. Okay. It was about a strip club, but um, we started filming. It also has a few reputable actors in that show with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know. If we did the, the trailer for it. We did like a trailer for it, and then it went quiet. So I don't know what's going on with that. Um, I'm still on standby waiting for that as well. And I uh, did an independent film the year before the virus hit, the pandemic. And that was with Brooklyn Film Festival for a film titled Glimpse of Insanity. Okay. Mm. So that's a short film. This is a movie based on uh, uh, an uncle that raised his nephew that his 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 nephew's parents died and he adopted the nephew, raised the nephew. The uncle happened to be like a special, a retired special op. And um, he trains his nephew in showing him, uh, teaching him so much about guns and just tactical things and how to move. His nephew goes out there in the world and starts bugging, I guess. He witnessed his parents dying, so he grows up with these issues and he goes around as a becoming this mass murderer. But the uncle is a, a higher, it was hired uh, like as a specialist for the uh, precinct, for the public, the, the, the the police department. Mm. So for special cases. So the nephews, the, the, the crimes that the nephew were going around doing, like they could not make them out. So they had to hire the uncle mm-hmm. to come in as a specialist to come and investigate these crimes. Mm-hmm. The uncle happened to, and didn't even know it's his nephew. And it goes down the line figuring out that it's his nephew. And it's, it's like really dope because the nephew is me. And the uncle is Jamie Foxx, right? And wow, wow, hell the yeah. only thing is, yeah, it's really big. It's dope. It's like it's really dope. It's just that Jamie Foxx never came in to do his scenes. Uh, so that's in the air as well. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But the storyline is dope. <clears throat> I've already, I've already went and filmed a lot of my scenes. Mm. They were just waiting on Jamie, and I don't. I don't know what's going on with that as far as and um where now. were where were you shooting that? That was in when did the before the pandemic the pandemic hit twenty twenty, so that was twenty nineteen. The summer of twenty nineteen. Where? Yeah. That was him in New York. Oh, oh nice. Okay, nice. Wow, that sounds really dope, man. Hopefully we get to yeah. um see that. Hell yeah, that'd be dope as fuck. Yeah, because these guys had me they had me moving like I was and lethal weapon. I'm like, <laughs> guns out. They got me rolling, doing all kinds of moves as if I'm 
literally trained by the army. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a dope experience because I, I, I didn't even think I was able to do all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did so they train you? Um, did they train you to do the movements and the soldier roles and all that shit? Somewhat, somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. They had me going over the roles, the steps, but as they're showing me the steps, I was doing it like it naturally was coming out. They go, like, oh, "You could do it." I'm like, "Well, I watch movies, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I watch Jackie Chan movies." <laughs> <laughs> and I must say, like, when I was younger, I used to literally be in the house acting silly, like, really trying to act out roles. Yeah. Like, literally, like, emulate people from movies I've seen. So when these dudes are telling me to do these roles, I'm like, I'm in my head like, all right, we got to really act as if we're going to roll and bust through this door, kick it down, and wave the gun. <laughs> like Biggie said with the 4-4, four, four, like, I would I say, like, I want to be dramatic with it. I want to show, like, emphasism in my facial expressions, yeah. like, everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I was I was, I was, was going hard, man. It was a dope experience. I must say it was dope. That's and that's that all comes from, like, from within, right? Have you ever um, actually done any acting school or anything? Or, or you're just natural with it, right? Yeah, everything just happens just natural. Yeah, I. You've heard? You ever heard like them say like people that are geniuses are actually crazy? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Every Absolutely. genius is a little bit crazy. Absolutely, they right? Teeter, they teeter mm-hmm. on schizophrenia. Right, and the dude that <clears throat> played the role, um, um, Joker and Batman that died over the overdose. Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger. Rest in peace. Off of his craziness, right? Yeah. Right, because he 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 went so deep, like into the character yeah. with his method acting. Exactly. Um, yo, they say he locked himself up in a hotel room for like yeah. two weeks. He was writing a diary as the Joker. Yeah, exactly. Um, he, he was, was never out of character on set. Exactly. He was so wild. he was deep he was, in it. That he got so deep in character that he felt like he was that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, he thought he was a so. Joker. Like that's exactly what I do in a sense. Like, I really try to, every role that I adapt or pick up, I, I want to I wanna embody. Right. I want to be able to fully embody that role. So in order for me to do so, I need to feel like I've, I've been through something like that, you know, because I want to be able to bring out the emotions. Right. You know, like, that. I want to be able to feel as if, this really happened and I'm, and I'm, and I'm really acting on something that happened to me. Right. So I want it to feel real to me as well when I'm emulating these roles. Yeah. You know, so I do feel crazy at times, though, trying to emulate the roles. Like, I, I'm not even going to lie. Like, it feels crazy because some things, some parts, you're, you're, you're reading it and you're like, oh, this guy is crazy. So in order right. for me to actually embody this role, i got to look crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? So, yeah, I do feel crazy. But then when I see how it comes out behind cameras on cameras i'm like dope but i felt crazy doing it right you know what i'm saying but it comes out dope but the result is dope damn and and i think that's uh that's the mark of a good actor when when they are able to become the character that they are portraying as opposed to just acting like you know Mm -hmm. you don't want to act like um like like Will Smith, he didn't yeah. act like Muhammad Ali. He kind of became, became Muhammad Ali. Ali. He embodied, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so he that, became that's Muhammad what a good Ali, actor yes. does, you know what I mean? So if you're already doing that, that's awesome. Um, do and you the, plan to, uh, to like, get an acting coach or anything like that? 
Um, no. Yeah, I do. I, I do. I do. Um, <clears throat> money and violence paid for us to get a couple acting classes. Oh, nice. So okay. we went and took a few acting classes behind the budget. Right. Money and violence budget. Right. That's dope. That's so, cool. um, we got, I got a couple of lessons in, but I wasn't taught anything that I didn't already know. Right. Or, mm. or like I thought of. So a lot of things that I thought was, when I went in, they just confirmed it for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, so that's how it really goes? I, I thought that, but right. just confirmed nah, it for no, me. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You know, so that's what made me know, like, my head is in the right direction when, as far as my mindset around how acting should go and how I should go about the roles and yeah, yeah embodying the roles. Like Absolutely. when you portray a character too, it has to make you feel something. Either whether you love the character, whether you hate the character, either emotion though, like that's deep. Like if you hate a character, like you hate that motherfucker because he played it so well. Well, again, right. that's you know that's what I'm I think that's the mark of a of a that's all that's, right. that's, that's like a top tier actor. Yeah. When 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 you hate a character yeah, because yeah, yeah. of an actor, and exactly. You're like, damn. you're like, damn, he's a yeah, fucking he scumbag. Yeah, yeah, yo, but you exactly. love that shit. I love it at the same time. I, right. Yeah, deep down, you're really saying, damn, damn he did he a got, fucking yeah. good job because like, I you know, hate his ass. You know who got that off? Uh, Monique in Precious. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She got it off. Like you know when you know who who got that off. The lady in uh in Stand by Me that wanted to take down Joe Clark that she kept going to the fireman. Oh, were yeah. That the kid at the end. Hateful ass bitch. <laughs> yeah, it, but she was so good that I remember that character yeah. thirty years later, and yeah. I still hate her ass. Facts. But yeah, Br Damn, um, you're you're on the right path, brother. You're gonna continue Facts. um acting, right? Like you're still yes. That's a main um, goal. Recently, I wasn't able to um pick up any new roles because of one thing um a lot of people don't know i'm putting it out there now you know like this is the first time i'm even saying this there's no interview i've been on i've ever, I've ever put this out there. The, the the whole time during money and violence when i was acting i was missing the front too no no shit you know what Bro. i'm saying and i was able like i practiced talking without showing my top teeth right oh wow. you know what i'm saying <clears throat> so every role that i picked up money and from money and violence after money and violence didn't didn't require me to take headshots and oh. new shots now there's new films that wants me to audition like the bmf mm -hmm. show that's out right now mm -hmm. i was hit up by agents to go and Damn. you know audition for bmf they're like go audition you could get the i'm telling you to get the role like they need wow. like you get like it's roles right now that you could you can do that yeah, yeah, yeah. and i know you can get them and i'm and, like and that's cool, a good look cool, right now for real it is especially a current updated for yeah. me like currently yeah that would be a good a good one for me Hell yeah. so but um i went through issues where a few years back in coney island i got jumped by like 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 forty dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like 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 practically, I felt like I got jumped by like the whole Coney Island. You know? <laughs> Damn, <laughs> like, honestly, like yeah, Coney Island's a wild so place, I woke bro. Up, yeah, I, I woke up, yeah, I woke up out of a coma, like a three day coma. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, had a contusion to the brain, a fractured skull, oh, and knocked out my two front teeth. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So like I was, 
I, I never really put that out there, you know what I'm saying? But I just kept going on as if nothing happened. Right. You know what I mean? Just, just, just continuously trying to pursue something like as an entertainer. I've always been an entertainer. You know, I started out dancing on a show called Cat, mm. Flex in Brooklyn. And um, from there, I gained my first set of fans as a teenager coming up in high school. Right. Where literally, I'd be on a train going to school and be like, Yo, ain't you that boy that dance on that? I'm like, hold up, hold yeah. up, B.O., oh, hold up. Boys, my whole girl loves you. They love you. <laughs> hold up, because you froze. You say you started dancing on on a show called B-Cat? Yeah, B-Cat. Literally, it's, B-Cat is a Brooklyn channel network okay. on, on cable, channel 68. Okay, and then as a teen... on cable vision. As a teen, you had fans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a teenager in <laughs> high school, yeah. And they would stop you on the train? And literally, I get stopped on the train, and, and females would be like, Yo, ain't you that boy from B Cat? And I'm like, Yeah, they're like, Oh my gosh, I love you. <laughs> and I'd be like, And I would just, so I've, I've learned how to take on the love and attention from young. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that was like my first achievement as a dancer. And then we started dancing in videos, like reggae songs. Cause my, my father's a, a reggae producer and manager for VP Records and for East West Records with a guy named Dave Kelly. Nice. And they've managed and produced artists like Aini Kamozi, Here Comes the Hot Step, I Murder, I'm the Little College on Soccer. That's Aini Kamozi, uh-huh. Terra Fabulous, Daddy Screw, T.O.K. Just to keep naming wow, reggae yeah. artists that Those my dad has worked with. You know what I'm so, saying? So like, the music my is... dad is working with uh, with Junior Reed, you know what I'm saying? Legend. Like I'm, I'm literally locked in right now with the One Blood family because of my dad. You know, um, his sons, Wada Blood, YJR. I got music with them right now. You know nice. what I'm saying? So it's like my dad has gotten me around so much people behind the scenes before I even put myself out there. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I've been in the loop before putting myself out there. That's dope. So as an entertainer, I've always, uh, uh, as a kid, I mean, coming up, I always had a sense of what the entertainment world is like. You right. know what I'm saying? You, you pretty I much had like that, one in foot in, yeah, exactly. And, and the business environment. Yeah, business environment at that, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, so you coming up, both, it was yeah. dope, man. I, like, I loved it. It was dope me coming up, being this dancer, and then boom, years later, I fell back from it tried to pursue music and didn't get picked up for the music just as of yet, but got picked up as an actor. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I've always wanted to pursue acting, but people like, like hood dudes don't get that opportunity. Right. It's, it's not as easy as some of these, like, uh, these come up movies portray, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's difficult. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, hard. It's, yeah. Mainly, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mainly based on your surroundings, you know. It's, yeah, it's, and it, what and what you're exposed to. Exactly. Yeah, and people because feel to, people people feel to, uh, realize it takes more than an hour and a half, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of absolutely. like watching a movie, it's like, oh, that's how they did it. No, it took years and fucking yeah. dedication. And if and, your school doesn't offer drama, for yeah. example, because now all schools don't, um, that's no, even harder. They don't. Yeah. yeah. At least yeah. back then, you know, some there 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 were some outlets of theater that you could participate in if you wanted to have some acting, but it's not like it was at your disposal. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. right. So your first acting opportunity was when Mo came with the with the money and violence? 
Yeah, they called me up and they asked me, um, well, one boy, my homeboy named Versatile Excel, he's Gamos, the the guy that played G, the other dread Jamaican, is his little brother. Okay. He called me up one day and he was like, Yo, is the show coming out? It's an independent web series. Um, they've never done a web series before. It's like the first web series they're doing. Mm. And um they're looking for independent artists per se to do soundtracks for the for the for the show. Mm-hmm. And being I was trying to get on as an artist, he hit me up and he's like, Yo, um, this is what the show is about. Try to come up with a soundtrack. You know, and I'm like, Cool. Um, I hung up. <clears throat> he calls me back and he's like, You Jamaican? <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was like, they're actually looking for Jamaican actors, so I think you should come in the audition. Yeah. So nice. I just went into the audition. Right. And they picked me up like right then and there. He was like, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we can use you, yeah. But we're only gonna keep you for three episodes and then we're gonna kill you. Oh. And I'm like, I don't even care. I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Right. Because you, know, you, like, cause you wasn't even thinking about stuff. acting, right? You was right. you was focused yeah, I was on the music. Thinking about it, so yeah, like I was just grateful for the opportunity. Kill me, I don't even care. Yeah. Like I'm just glad to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just glad. But then they didn't kill you. Exactly. You made it all. No, nah, they end up coming to me like um the third ep- the second episode. He was like, "We're not gonna kill you the next episode, so you're good." And I'm like, "All right, cool." Did they tell you why? Like, huh? Did they tell you why? No, he didn't. I think, uh, uh, personally, as a fan, as a viewer, right? I'm willing to bet that there were mad people like me, yeah, who had a real positive reaction to your character and your presence on screen. Facts. And uh, and it would have been whack to kill you off because it's like, damn, you got a good character that got mad potential here, and you're just gonna kill him off after three episodes. That exactly. don't even make no sense. Right, right, right. And then you ended up w- becoming I- a major plot line. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I believe so because you saying that <laughs> just brought back a memory. You just and, uh, reminded me of something he did say that was like the third time because he kept telling me like after that first time that now nah, you're good. We'll kill you in like two more episodes. I'm yeah, like, cool. Yeah. The next time he was like, no, you're good. Another two more episodes. Uh, but then the third time he was like, yeah, we're going to kill you this time. I'm like, cool. And he's like, um, so come this day and we're, and this is how it's going to happen. That day that the week we we're supposed to film, he didn't call me the day we we're supposed to film. And I'm like, I'm calling him. I'm like, yo, where do you want me to meet you guys? Where are we filming? He's like, just be on standby, BR, just be on standby. Right. And I'm like, I can't be on standby for like it's days going by now. And I'm like, you got me on standby, wow. but I got other things to do. I right. can't just be out here in New York just sitting around. Yeah. So I told him I had to leave. So he was like, go ahead, fly out. Cool. I took my flight. I left. I moved. I went to Atlanta. And I got a call the next day from my partner that came. That was my partner in Money and Violence. Oh, that yeah. came from Jamaica from yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he called me. He's like, "Bro, where were you?" And I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "Stop playing. You know what you did. You did that purposely." I'm like, "Bro, like I'm lost. What are you talking about?" He's like, "Bro, they killed me. Why did they kill you?" <laughs> you weren't there to be killed. <laughs> oh man! And I'm like, "Yo, I'm like, they killed you." They told yeah. me it was killing me. Yeah. So when I called Mo, I'm like, Mo, what happened? He was like, 
we have a fan page and a fan group said to kill him and not you. Right. So we went with the fan thing. Yeah, and I'm sense. like, word. I'm like, what is, where's the fan group? How come I'm not even a part of this group? I can't even. Yeah, so that's when I joined the group. And there's this large group of like 100,000 people. In, and I'm like, whoa, this is a large group. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, from there, I'm just reading all the comments, the feedback from the fans. And I'm seeing people just talking about me. And they're like, nah, don't kill him. Nah, don't kill him. Kill him. Kill this one. Get rid of this. So I realized how they were because they didn't have the scripts wrote out already. Right. It was almost like they would write them as it went along. Every right. week. Yeah. yeah. Every week they would just write a new script right. for the next episode. Write a new script for the next episode. Right. So he was basing it off his own ideas and what the fans was giving him. Mm-hmm. So that's why it felt more of a connection with the fans in the show. Right. Because fans were like, I knew this was going to happen. No, you didn't. He just took what, what you said. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and put it a part of it. So that's why you guys feel connected. Like it was genius. Right. It was genius. It worked to do so. It worked because yeah. I was a fan. So <laughs> yeah, it worked. Like it was genius. Like everything I've seen him do was genius because it worked. Facts. It worked. Yeah. I mean, it worked. Well enough that we're here still talking years about it, later yeah. waiting on on, ep- uh, on, on, on episode right? one of, of season yeah. three. Now after the show um ended. ended well, it, it stopped. After the season ended, let's yeah. say. Um first of all, you made it to the last episode of the season right. and you, you got shot, but you they never said you got killed. There was no death confirmation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um, right, yeah, I'm still in the dark with that because right. I want to know if I'm. Are you guys calling me to let me know that it's coming up? But right, are you guys gonna put me in the new season to show that I, how I died off, or you, am I still going on? I still don't know myself, so it's something I'm waiting to see. Yeah, that's like I'm excited. Dope. Like I want to see this. Like Hell I yeah. want to see so bad. Hell yeah! But after the show wrapped, um, you got a lot of love. Like, uh, I remember you were telling me like people wanted a sample. Your 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 catchphrase. Yeah, 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 they did. They did. A couple of people came out with songs ah. using using parts from the show, the things I've said in the show, and they put them as skits. And some people use them as it was. Some people use them as skits. Some people use them for, for for songs. I was I was I was taken by it all because I've even had a I had an idea to use one part for a song. Right. right. Then I heard somebody do it, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. I can't even do it no more. <laughs> but like, it's gotta yeah, feel dope. dope. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That character and and his verbiage got exactly. a lot of love. It did. I remember. It was one of the it was one of the most memorable characters on the actual show. Yeah, you know definitely. I mean? Yeah. Well, now after like, the show, I remember um, you went hard with the music. Right. Right. And if I recall correctly, you were. Um, Weren't you working? You were with working Buckshot? with Buckshot. Right. Is that yeah. is that relationship still uh, still open? And yeah, stuff? me and Buckshot still cool. We um we we actually didn't know that we were as close as we are. Like I say that to say because his his group Black Moon, mm-hmm. right? It it consists of him and Five Foot. Five Foot is my actual cousin. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, but I didn't even know me and Five is related. 
<laughs> I didn't yeah. know. Till later? Yeah, 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 the way later. We bro. found out as me and Buckshot started working. Oh. Wow. Because family members of mine was like, yo, you know, Buckshot works with your cousin. I'm like, who's my cousin? And he was like, five foot. I'm like, who's five foot? And they're like, the other dude that rapped with, with, with Buckshot and part of the group, you know, I'm like, nah. So I ended up meeting five foot at an event one day with Buckshot. And he walks up to me. He was like, what's good, little cuzzo? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm now finding out we family. Like, I didn't even know we family. That's you know what I'm saying? He's like worried. He was like, his family, people called him telling him that I was family and other people called me letting me know. So it was just a small world. Exactly. So yeah, we're, we're still connected and Buckshot, he helps me as far as my music career, help giving me guidance and, you know. That's an awesome. Uh, that, 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 that's a dope ass mentor to have, bro. That's a legendary mentor to have, actually. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. Shout out to that man. Shout out actual, to Buckshot for sure. Actual legend in the game. Man. Definitely. Shout out Buckshot. Yeah. And real quick, shout out cousin, uh, cousin Grizz. That's the homie, man. Whoa, what's up, with Grizz? Yes. Shout out to my cousin Grizz. Grizz is when I say Grizz is Grizz is my best MC rapper of 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 today's time, unknown rapper of today's time like people don't know about this kid yeah and this kid is the best mc lyricist in today's time but people just don't know about it yeah. because he doesn't believe in himself I, rem I remember he had the project i think it was 1996 so we got we got to talk to cousin. Shout out to Grizz for real. Yeah, man. Shout out to he's, a, he's a dad. He's a dad now. So good for him. He God literally bless. gave up like pursuing music. He just wants to be a father and work a nine to five. He just he just wanted a regular life. That's all he uh, cares about right now. Nah, him, God bless man. him, man. Yeah, God, God bless, bless the baby and everything. Sure. Now after um after the show again, you were doing your music and stuff. But then somewhere along the line, that was when you went to Atlanta, right? Yeah. Like you relocated to Atlanta, mm -hmm. right? Was that uh to pursue music out there? Music and acting because um they came out with the movie. They was auditioning for a movie, um, Superfly. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's okay. a good movie. Yeah, I, yeah, they I actually fucked with that movie. Superfly. So <clears throat> I had a few people that were working on set mm. that wanted me to come and audition, and they said that you know they had some promising positions for me, but it didn't work out as mm. planned. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I didn't get picked up because the roles that they was trying to give me, I didn't want. Right. Like, I did not want to deal with, um, I didn't want to go down. Like, even though Superfly was a bigger platform than Money and Violence, right. I felt like they were giving me a, a lower role because they wanted me to be, a, they was giving me a role as an extra. Right. Oh, when man. I wasn't trying to be an extra, I was trying to play an actual role. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, so I could be able to display my acting ability. Mm -hmm. As an extra, you just got me in the background or you got me walking by or you got me bumping someone. I'm not even saying anything. And, exactly. And anybody anybody could be an extra. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, like the real, like, Actors get paid 
when you when they have some type of dialogue. Mm-hmm. If there's no dialogue, you're you're not getting you're getting paid change yeah. pennies. You understand? So it's, that's just building your portfolio, but you're not really getting paid anything. Right. You know, that's one thing I've learned just being a part of Money and Violence. You know what I'm saying? And um, I was like, nah, I wasn't with it. Nah, I wasn't with it. Yeah. So I let it go. You okay. got you got to know your worth. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No matter what. But then yeah. you you stood in the ATL for a while, right? Still uh still working on music and stuff. Yeah, I stayed in ATL and um, shout out my boy BK Brasco. Okay. Brasco that uh, got picked up for Love and Hip Hop Atlanta that was also on Money and Violence, one of the actors on Money and Violence. Uh, before I connected with him in Atlanta, I was um, I got confronted by someone that I know. Or she was, I was dealing with her. Mm. Someone I was dealing with, she was also a cast member on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Her name was Privilege the Dom. A Panamanian, a Panamanian goddess, where she was called on um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. That's why I was, you know, you know, me and how we messing around. Cool, we're very cool though. And um, uh, she tried to get me a role on on Love and Hip Hop. Mm. So they they was interested. They was like, "All right, dope. You know, you're current right now. Um, you still have a buzz from Money and Violence. A lot of them were." Or, or were, were tuned in to Money and Violence too. Right, right. Like as I walked in, people knew who I was, and I was like, I was just taken by it. Like I ain't even gonna lie. Like I was shocking to me, and I was like, wow, people that I know and look up to are looking at me like I know you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I know you. Yeah. It was funny, but, but it's like the role that they wanted me was some simp role, and I wasn't with that either. Mm-hmm. I was gonna be um the a uh, 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 boyfriend to um Tiffany Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't with that either. But so. not like a, a strong character, like yeah. a like a wimpy ass. Nah, I was looking like a sucker. Yeah, nah, nah fuck that. Nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, you can't have that. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, they was having me look like a sucker. Nah. Um, my uh, I'm not saying like my boy BK Brasco, he ended up picking up a role as a sucker, you know, mm. and to each his own. I t- like, bro, I told him, I told him like, bro, if you say you up to doing that exactly that's you exactly you know like that's you he, he gotta hey, follow worked, his path worked, yeah it worked for him mm-hmm. it worked for him and then um at this same time i remember you were pushing the local life movement were so that mm-hmm. and you had a couple artists if i recall um making music together right. Uh, right. you guys yeah, still in touch we had a, um, I- I have I had a I had a few artists. Now I've dropped a few people since my little time away. Because mm-hmm. you know I've been off the scene for some time, about a year or so, mm-hmm. a little little more. So that time there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes. You know, uh, like everybody's willing to be there when things are looking good. You know what I'm saying? But when things are going on and you need people. Shit hit the fan. You see who's really there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's normally the case. So uh, I, yeah, I had to like push a lot of people to the side and reevaluate my situation because I'm I'm with this. I'm with you know all everybody having fun and we all here looking good together. But when the real shit happened, that's that's where it matters most to me. So if you're not there for that, then you don't belong here for this. Yeah, sure. that's that's an excellent point that a lot of people actually need to learn. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? 
Um, a lot of people let these yes men and women into their circles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, to drink it up and to eat it up and exactly. to turn it up and but party when it, and shit. But when shit gets real, <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah, now, because it was it, it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> I must say it was crazy, but it was an experience that I I, I wouldn't want to go through again, and I wouldn't act or, or, or want anyone to go through. Right. But again, one. But then again, it's, it's something I needed to kind of clamp me down to take things a little more serious. Right. So you learned from from uh, from I this definitely, vacation. Definitely learned. Now, were you creating while you were uh, on vacation? Yeah. Writing uh, yeah. lyrics. Uh, have you yeah, ever? Like I, I continuously was writing. Um, I even. I don't know. The camera froze up. Yeah, yeah, it froze up. So, go, so go back to. Uh, yeah. Um, when you was writing. Yeah. I've been writing, yeah, a short film of my own, too. So I have, now that I wrote a short film to kind of go with the music. You Ooh, see okay. how how Jay-Z and them did it with State Property back then? Yeah, uh, yeah. And with, um, they would come out with, a, with, a, with, a, with an album yeah. and yes. a short film movie at the yeah. same time. Absolutely. Like, like, no one is doing that anymore. Right. Bring and that then back. the film has got has gotten big again, especially on the independent scale for people like you and I now yeah, to believe yeah. in ourselves to even go and pursue. Absolutely. There's film, a there's you know? a lot of dope platforms out now that you could utilize. Yeah, that if you make an independent movie, yep. um, like they take them and mm -hmm. they stream they them and you get bread. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome, bro. Hell yeah. Is yeah, that a lot some... of people are doing their own projects now and then trying to sell a project as a package. Mm. Right. Right, you know that's 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 a wave now. I see people doing their creating and then trying to sell up the packages off. But no, nah, I'm not doing that. I wanna, um, I just wanna brand myself more and what local life is really, really about. Mm -hmm. I wanna give people uh, uh, insight, you know, to envision exactly what I've envisioned because people, people like people have their own perception and own own idea of what they're taking it in their own way you understand of Hold like, up, the on, camera look. the camera froze br um so you said a lot of people have their own perception about local life yeah 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 based a lot off of people, based like, off like what it was before i'm guessing like people have their own perception of what local like like everyone has a um when when you when you when you think of local life what does it mean to you right it means something it means something different to everyone mm -hmm. Everyone have a different when they think of local life, it hits them different. Everybody has you know a different what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> yeah, it, it makes them think of different things, especially depending on the things they've been through in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people came off to me thinking that local life was some gang shit, and I'm like, nah, this is, has nothing to do with gang activities, gang affiliation, none. It's literally about a crazy life mm -hmm. that I've experienced, like the things I've endured, like the things I've had to take on. And then I'm still here taking mm -hmm. on more. Yep. You understand? Like an average person would break from the things I've been through. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of things I've been through are damaging to a regular person. Mm -hmm. Trauma. You and, see what and, I'm saying? So for me to still be here and still have the, the, the self-motivation, because I could tell you my motivation don't come from people. My motivation comes from within, from me, mm -hmm. because it's something I envision and something I want. Right. It's right. been very hard for me to pursue something that I, I believe in 
in the surroundings of people that don't have the same vision. It's been hard. And yeah, I, I, I think I that makes so your journey people. tougher if you're uh, if you're trying to get to A to B, and the people in your circle are are trying to pull you to C. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it makes it harder for yeah. you to, to complete what you're yeah, trying to do. Of course, yeah. They yeah. throw you off track. The yeah. yeah, they throw you off track. It's the truth. Yeah. It makes it it makes it ten times harder. Right, right. And so, your, like, yeah. yeah, that's the problem that I had, and that I still have today. You know what I'm saying? But I had to reevaluate and um, change my surroundings of people, the people that I had around me. Um, I realized so much people was around me just for the hype, and they wasn't really trying to play a role. Mm -hmm. They wasn't trying to play, play a position to, to to help this this movement build. You know, so now I got people in position that I don't know, and I'm hired that I've hired that I'm paying, and things are happening way. It just happening naturally it's just now we just just things are just happening now right, right you know what i'm saying because it's like i don't have to go through the same things and 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 i don't have to teach anyone i don't have to keep going back and forth it's just happening now so now that i know what what was needed what's needed that's exactly what i'm focused on and nothing else you know what i'm saying yeah so uh, that's the same advice that I've, I've given to so much people around me that come to me right now. They're like, yo, you've taken time away. You're behind the scenes right now. I still see you getting things done. How are you doing? You know, and I just give them that same advice. Like, it's your surroundings. Just change your surroundings because it, those are the people that's the, that can make you or break you. Message. Message. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It's like that saying goes. <clears throat> show me who you uh show me show me who you hang out with and I'll tell you who you are. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so now you have the team in place. Um the short film that you wrote, are you going to like is that uh, do you plan on on shooting it and actually releasing it? Yeah. Um right now my single, I'm about to drop a single titled Count on Me. Okay. And mm. that's exactly what the, the 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 short film is titled as well count on me okay and when does this drop the single the single drops november 5th okay it drops november 5th <clears throat> the video and the audio drops november 5th and um afterwards a month later so within that month of november and december we'll start filming the short film count on me to drop for january mm -hmm. nice okay so you're giving yourself like two months? Yeah, basically. More or less? Or yeah. To shoot and edit and everything? Yeah, I'm shoot, trying to yeah, create yeah. longevity for myself, being that I'm dropping my single this year and mm -hmm. not next year for the first quarter. I'm um, dropping in the last quarter, but I still want this project to be worked throughout the first quarter because it's like I'm trying to start early for yeah. the first quarter. Right, right, right. You know, right. prep everything for the first quarter. Yeah, the single will, the, the single will start warming it up, and then of course yeah. I'm sure the single will be included in the short film, so it's gonna it's gonna yeah. be like reborn again in January with the film. Yes. Yeah, that makes yes. sense. That's a good plan. And yeah, then will so you I'm be dropping more music um, when you drop the short film? Are you gonna drop more music? Yeah, because I've had I got I got so much music that I've, I've written on my little vacation that I put it into like a story. Okay. So now it's like everything has to go chronologically, you know. Yes, in order. 
Nice. In that order, yes. And do you, you know, have so it has um, to happen like that though? Do you have like producers on your team that you work with? Or if let's say some producer out there feels they, they got something that you might think is yeah. fire, would they be able to send it to you and, and reach out and and work like that? Yeah, because no, I don't I don't have a personal producer that I've been working with, but right now I have one producer that I've been sitting down with. His name is DJ Prince. He's a young kid. He's 24 years old, but the kid, like, um, he's so talented. Like, he's talented. He just needs some direction. Right. And that's all I'm trying to give him right now because if you really want this, then you're going to keep on fighting. You're going to wake up every day hungry with just this on your mind, mm -hmm. you know? So, but I must say, like, the kid is talented, and um, he's been locked in with me. We've been in a studio 24-7. I got linked up with him as a producer and an engineer named Sonny. Okay. Sonny, I was Sonny, I was introduced to Sonny from a, a Jewish kid that I know that's really dope. He has connections. And this Jewish kid wants to rap. You know, he wants to <clears> rap. <throat> and he called himself Dutch. He called himself Dutchy. Dutch Master Dutchy. That's his artist name, Dutch Master. But can he rap? I don't. I don't want to laugh. God bless him and shout he's, out to him. I'm not trying to diss him. He's, he's, he's the, okay. I must say, like he's the name okay. is like, he catching me a little off guard. Style. Yeah. He has his own style, and it takes some getting used to. But when you listen to him, you're gonna like, you're gonna start paying attention because you know that every artist has something unique about them that people like them for, right? Absolutely. He has that unique thing about him. You know what I'm saying? So once people pay attention, you'll start to grasp to that unique thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He's very creative. That 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 is one thing. He's very creative. Okay. So I give it to him. Shout out to Dutchie. Okay. Um, he introduced me to Sonny. Just so happens, Sonny is close to Wraith too from Mo from Money and Violence. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So Sonny was like, "Yo, I'm I'm cool with Mo and da da da. I, I, I'm familiar with your work." But I've never known about your music, so it's dope. I'm willing to work with you. This guy is the best engineer I've ever worked with in my life. All right. Mm -hmm. And I've been around so many engineers. Yeah, imagine. Mm -hmm. This guy, like, I'm a shower singer. I sound good <laughs> singing in the bathroom. Right, right, you understand? Right, right. He makes you this sound good. This guy got me sounding like a million bucks. <clears throat> young right kid? Now. Like, I got music coming out with me singing right now. Is it a young guy? Singing. Huh? Is he young? Nah, Sonny is an older dude. Older he's dude? Okay, so he, he, he knows how to work the magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he has awesome. a son, yeah, he has some experience. I'm glad to see that you got but a this team. This guy uh, got me sounding like, like money. Like, you know like what I'm saying? Bucks. And like, I told him like, I'm glad I'm, I've, I've met this guy. Like, he's what I needed. You know, it's like things came, things are coming and they're happening slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. I think they're happening at the right time, though. Everything is happening. Timing is everything. So exactly. I guess it's happening True at the indeed. right time. Exactly. True Good. Indeed. And congratulations. Shout out to Sunny. Shout out to Prince. Shout out to Dutch Master Dutchy. Uh -huh. um, shout out to you, of course. Everybody, make sure you're following the brother BR at BR Mali, M A L I E. Mm -hmm. um, if y'all got some beats, if y'all got some fuego, tap in with the bro, hit them up, send them, link that. Um, and then local life artists, do you who who is currently on the roster, or who remains on the roster? Who's left? Um, after right the now, cleanup? we have I have an artist named Av. Her name is Trav Av. Um, I also have like Grizz is also one of the writers. He's still a writer. He's not pursuing 
to be an artist anymore, but he's still a writer behind the scenes right. for artists that we bring yeah. on board. That's nice. Dope. Yeah. And, um, I have, um, I also have a, I have my daughter. Yes. Yes. My, my daughter, she's rapping as well, but, um, she goes by Jaylee, J-E-Y-L-E-I. Um, she has a lot of new music on the way right now as well. Now she uh she put out Straight A's a single, yes, right? Sir. Called Straight yes. A's. Uh, I wanna sir, say maybe maybe like two years ago. Yeah, and she got a lot of attention. A lot of good song. feedback, right? I remember. Yeah, like uh-huh. even from little elementary school, because she's a cheerleader. So she goes traveling from school to school for basketball games, cheerleading at schools. And little kids, I would be at the cheerleading, I'd be at the games, and kids would be like, you the girl with straight A's, right? Da, 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 da. And we would just be laughing because little kids would come up to her and recognize her as a little straight A's girl. And I think it was dope because you know she got out a she got out a um a positive message to the youths. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that she only she's only pursuing her music career because she's getting straight A's. Right. It's it's a it's a reward. Yeah, like a privilege. Facts. Right. Right. But but you know what's right. funny right now that you tell me that story. Um, about the kids remembering her from straight A's. That was like the kids remembering you, you, yeah, dancing, dancing you know, when it. they would see you on exactly. the train. So it's this, it's the exactly. same life, circle of life. Exactly, exactly. That's awesome. And brother. the same thing was with my father too. So like my father is highly known in the game. So it's like it's just trickling from generation to generation, and mm-hmm. we're trying to keep it alive, you know. As it should. The entertainment yeah. thing we're trying to keep alive, but um. I also got more artists. I got LI 750. Like he's on he's he's got music on the way right now. I got another another dude named Half the God. He's got work on the way as well. I got a a, a girl named Sha and she's in the works right now. So we're just I'm just working with everybody trying to see exactly who's ready and prepped. Right. Because uh uh they've all been through um artist development. You know, taking them to different shows, having to perform, just to get the feel of the stage, having stage presence, and being in a stable studio twenty four seven to gain the comfortability of uh, a recording in front of people, and you know, just being comfortable in the studio. Yeah, you know, that's, that's dope. Um, completely. That's dope because we were actually talking. I think a last episode or the or, or two episodes ago that uh, artist development really don't exist oh, yeah. anymore oh, yeah. for these Not artists. Nope. So to hear that you're actually taking the time to put them through and, and mm-hmm. mold them and guide them, you know what I mean? Instead of just throwing them out there to sink or swim. Exactly. Like I don't I'm willing to bet they don't even know how important that is. You know, they don't like, because I'm arguing with these guys. That's so funny that you <clears throat> like I argue with these kids. Like I argue with them all the time because I'm trying to have them understand what's going on. Right. Like you guys don't have like whatever you thought the game was like. Change it. Throw it all away. Get rid mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, Start fresh exist. so you can learn exactly what it is. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it will help you it would help you understand things more easier instead of you combating with yourself trying to figure out is this mm, is it mm, and you're going back and forth and you're wasting time. Yep. Fact. And money. Because when you waste and time, money, you, you waste understand? money. Yeah, man. That's yeah. that that's that uh you gotta remember industry rule number four thousand and eighty. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Industry people are shady. And 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 a lot of artists 
fault. Just need to listen more. You know what I mean? Take the guidance. Take the go watch the show. See how it works. Go backstage. Learn, you know, learn everything and then give it your all. Sometimes to them they don't want to be that's you know, that's not what it is. You know, like they they they're they're smarter than that. You know, Mm -hmm. oh no, no, no. You can't sun me like that. You know, you can't tell me, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. That's what it that's what it really is. Yeah, yeah. Because like if I come to you and I speak to you like a man to man, even though you're a younger man and I'm speaking to you man to man, you're not respecting me. Mm-hmm. But if I come to you and as a gangster to a little nigga, you're respecting me. It's weird, right? Like, Same why message. Why do I even have to get like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, it's like, it's too much for these kids to understand you or pay attention to you now. It's like, it takes too much. You got to put out too much no. for them just to even pay attention. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Plus so it's the fact crazy. That like attention span is, you know, it you is know. very short. And I tell them all it the time is. that a person has to care for y'all to go through these things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they may not even be used to that. Unfortunately, you know what I mean. True. People investing in them or 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 even caring in them. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. weird world we live in, and and even you as the leader. And as the mentor, you you have to continue to learn every day too, because this game is ever changing with technology yeah. and, and different shit like evolution. Yeah, what 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 was working last week may not even be a good idea this week. Yeah, no, and, no. And, and, it's and, not because we all like one one thing I've learned is everyone has a different way. We all find a different way to get on. Mm-hmm. So once that way was used, it can only one. It's only gonna be a open. It's gonna be an open door, yeah. Mm-hmm. But only one or two more people will get in that way, right? Right. And those two people that got in behind you won't reap the benefits that you did as exactly. being the first. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now that's how it. That's how it continuously happens. Doors open, close. Doors open, close. So that's why you have to have an open mind and be creative. A creative open mind on things to taking things on because. You got to find your way. Everyone has a different way. And you got to be adaptable. You got, you know, you got to move and be on your toes and be ready. When when that door opens and you get that opportunity, have your shit ready. Have your song ready or, you know, whatever it is. And don't come with the demo. You know what I mean? Don't come with the demo version, the unmixed, uh, unmasked. No, have your shit on point, ready. The finished. Stage ready, you know what I mean? The finished. But um, shout out to your daughter, Jaylee, man. I wish her all the best, and I I can't wait to hear more music from her. Um, Shout out to the team. I can't wait to hear more music from the team. Yourself, your new single, (laughs) Count On Me, dropping November 5th. Uh, with the video and then we got the Count On Me short film dropping in January that's gonna be dope so everybody make sure you're looking Definitely. out for that November 5th um, lastly before we get into uh, 10 Shots with the Brother VS mm. I just wanna talk um, fashion real quick uh, mm-hmm. the Brother BR if y'all follow him on Instagram and stuff you'll see that he's he's very fashionable very stylish that's right um the, yeah. oh, wait before you go into your thing i just want to say the dopest shit you ever had was that leather fucking biker jacket that said jesus christ was born in brooklyn god was born <laughs> jesus oh god I think god god yo that was the dopest thank shit thank ever you. yeah hell yeah that jacket is is, is is classic to me i don't even wear it because i don't want to damage it fact yo that shit is amazing i love that jacket you know, that's one of my favorite jackets everywhere I go with it. I'm going to train with it one day, right? Because when I'm in New York, 
Uh-huh. I'd rather I'll drive, but I'll drive only in Burton, Brooklyn. Right. Or if I'm going to the Bronx or something, I'll drive to the Bronx. But when I'm going to Manhattan, mm. I'm not driving. Right. I'll drive downtown Brooklyn, park up in a parking lot, and take the train into the city. Right. And I'm on a train, and somebody goes, "Oh yeah," and I'm like, and I just <laughs> oh. turn. Yeah, 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 your jacket. <laughs> because they read the back yeah, of my jacket, yeah, 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 and they're like, "Oh yeah." So as I'm I'm getting off the train, I just hear like three people on the on the, on the train screams off, "God was not born in Brooklyn," and I'm like, <laughs> "How do they know that?" Yeah, how I start laughing, but people on the train wrong. was laughing. I guess they was messing with me. Yeah. But then it was like, "Nah, dope jacket, dope jacket." Nah, I'm yeah. like, "Thank you, thank fine, you." Nah, it gains fine. a lot of attention every time I wear it. Fire. Yeah, I'm gonna find a picture of that jacket. Uh, Bro, we home. took one. We uh, actually yeah, actually, did, we, I have pictures. Yeah, yes. we took. Yes, we yes. took pictures of that jacket. Uh, I'll, I'll post that so everybody could check that out. But um, who, like, who inspired your fashion? Mom Dukes, Pop Dukes? Was it a Brooklyn uh, thing? My dad. My uh, dad. Pop Dukes. Dope. Yeah, my dad. Um, my dad used to spoil me badly. He used to spoil us badly. Me and my siblings he used to spoil us all the time. When I say like, I guess as kids we didn't. Uh, we didn't understand. We didn't understand the value of changing sneakers every week. But my dad is a sneakerhead, so he was buying us sneakers every week. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad was always known as like one of the. My dad is a Chinese man that speaks Jamaican. When you see my dad, he's Chinese looking. Chinese man that just speaks patois. What? You know no what shit. I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, like dead. Seriously. Wow. Like, my pops, you see my dad, just look at a Chinese man in the Chinese store and think of him speaking a- in Jamaican. <laughs> That's my dad. <laughs> That's gotta like, be dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, hell. people used to always be like, yo, your pops was like a hood legend. He had all the fly cars, all the fly jewelry, and he's a Chinese man that was gangster with an Uzi. He always had an <laughs> Uzi with him in the 80s and the 70s. Because he, he, he was in trying to let nobody rob him because he was like the flyest nigga. Yeah. But he had all kind of guns. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. People got the world to say. Even there's there's there's, there's this detective, right, named Detective Tony. He's an older guy known in Flatbush. And my dad used to run Flatbush streets. Mm-hmm. And he sees me and he's like, yo, I never saw you before, but I already know whose son you are. And I'm like... <laughs> I was like, why you say that? I said, who my father? And he was like, Chinna. Mr. Chin is your father, right? Mm. And I'm like, how you know? He was like, you look just like him, but a black version. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> and I start laughing. You, I'm you, like, you do have um like Asian features. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, it's like my dad is the one that inspired me, but he's been that person to himself. You know what I'm saying? Shout, um, out, shout out to Pop Dukes, oh, man. Yeah. Shout, shout out to, pop, shout out to shout my pop. pop because like he um he he's he's brought me up from fashion into the entertainment world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been introduced to this world at all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But um coming up now I have this natural sense of style because mm-hmm. of him. Right. You know what I mean? Like even till today, like I style him now. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, like I style him now. Like my pops is like, my pops is like sixty something, and he still asks me for for the latest designs. He was like, "Yo, I saw you bought them new products. I want those." 
My man, you know, he's like, I want those. I'm oh, like, literally, awesome. like, and I'm saying this, like, this was last week. I just bought my dad two pairs of products last week and sent it to Vegas for him. Like, nice. yo, here, go. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still into like fashion, like. But think about it. You don't, you, you, like, you don't That's think you're awesome. gonna still be like that at that age? Oh yeah, of course. That's but, what I'm um, saying because you know we we as well collect but sneakers. But I don't have like a son to be like, yo, yeah, you yeah. did some fly shit, and yeah, okay. put me on. You All know, right, it's dope yeah. that they still have that bond. But you have a kid. Oh no, yeah, but your daughter's not as well. yeah. but, um So now he's out in Vegas, and I believe you told me your next move is to the West. No, I made that move to Vegas already. Oh, My dad okay. lives in California, but okay, he stays by me because before I moved to Vegas, he was the only family I had on the West Coast. Okay. So he was actually over there by his lonesome, lonely. But working. You know, he didn't have, yeah, he had no family over there. So once I moved to Vegas, which is next door, four hours away, mm. he comes to Vegas and stays in Vegas most of the time now. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So he's literally, I got a two bedroom condo and he's literally taking up my guest room, my kid's room at that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like staying there, living there. Well, my dad is older now, so I know he wants that company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely, I definitely want my dad there. So, and I, I get scared now because my dad is an older safe at home, where I could keep an eye on him. Yeah, I think that's what's important. You know, him getting that that family time and you keeping him close enough that God forbid anything happens. Facts. You know, you're right, right there. Right. No, that's awesome. But, then, but, um, so right now you're yeah. based out of Nevada. Yes. And you travel back and forth and stuff. Yeah, and you're doing your music and movie stuff out there. Like that was I'm the point. I'm going to do the short film, and nah, I'm gonna do the short film here in New York. Mm. But um, I want I plan on doing something on the West Coast because the West Coast has that whole feel, the ambience, the look. Mm -hmm. It's like California, Nevada. It just has that feel. Like like you want to do something there. So I. I yeah, I have to eventually. Yeah. Nice. Uh, are you gonna do the BMF audition? Um. Oh, my reason for bringing that up is um talking about my teeth and everything is Monday, literally Monday, tomorrow Sunday, Monday. Uh huh. I'm now getting the whole thing done. Okay. So I literally went and had them take out all my teeth from the one that broke off in the gums when the bridge fell out to back here so i'm missing like four teeth now from here to here right so i'm doing a whole implant job right now doing my teeth over on this side i'm doing veneers so at the same time it costs me a little a little arm and a leg mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like Them things ain't cheap everybody yeah, is man. buying into like jewelry and doing things and flying out traveling i'm like now nah, i'm going to take this money and invest back into myself yep. Because as long as I can look good and I can be this brand, mm -hmm. better myself, then I can better my brand. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So that's what I'm doing. I invest in myself. They literally charged me $33,000. Clear choice. Clear choice at that. That's the name of the company that I'm doing, the dental company. I don't know if I want to give you $33,000. I, I want to give them a shout out because they're working with you, but yeah. 33000 <laughs> Come down on the price, guys. Please. Yeah, it's crazy. Tell them to give you a work. discount for the shout out. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, I mean, shoot, like guys, like people that are listening right now. If you can't afford three through thirty three thousand dollars, I would not recommend you to go to them because they yeah, got me. For they real. got me. They, you don't know how they got me too. They was promoting that they got good deals. 
Damn. So I'm traveling. I travel. What's a bad deal? I'm like, all right, cool. I traveled all the way. Like, I, I booked with them in New York mm-hmm. and told them that I now live in Nevada. And they said they had a, 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 a location in Nevada. All right. So when I came to Nevada to come see them. So I'm excited. I'm going in like, yeah, I'm about to get the clear. I'm about to be able to smile. And the funny thing that I bring this up, a lot of people think that I'm being mean because I don't smile. I don't laugh. Mm. They, when they be around me, they get the wrong idea. They feel like my energy is off because I'm not smiling with them. They crack right, a joke. Right, right. I just smirk. I don't laugh. They don't understand why I'm not laughing. Right. It's because I'm hiding my smile. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not that I, I don't find your joke funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> guy like you're gonna laugh at me if i really laugh you understand like that's gonna be fun like, you know what's crazy though br you, you hide it you hide it well yeah you do yeah like, i would i couldn't you, honestly i could never tell you must have trained yourself super well uh, you yeah know, i have really well, i've yeah. trained myself I, my guy i stand in the mirror in the bathroom and i'm like listen we're gonna get this shit down pat br yeah. like we're not letting people notice this shit. Like, nah, no. That's crazy. That's well, I look forward to seeing a big-ass, cheesy-ass smile when, yeah. when you got yes, some, definitely the see 30 racks in there. Yeah. Monday, which is the, the 11th, October 11th, I'm in there like swimwear. I swear to God, I that's can't wait. I want to see $30,000 yeah. worth of smile. Hell yeah. I, I, what? <laughs> Tuesday. The same thing I told him. I said, I better look like a million bucks. Shouts to you, man. BR, my brother, thank you for coming on the Fact. show today, man. Uh, much love, bro. Ah, man, just much love, man. I wish you nothing but the best. Definitely, man. Always a pleasure. Hell yeah. Talented, talented, talented brother. We're going to get into a segment called 10 Shots. This brother's going to ask you 10 rapid-fire questions. Just answer them, and and, uh, and then we'll circle back with some to see what it was. Yeah. All right, so like he said, 10 real rapid-fire questions. You answer them real quick, we'll circle back. So here we go, 10 Shots. Number 10, what you prefer to do, acting or music? If you had to pick one. Actor. All right, no doubt. Number nine, uh, Spike Lee movies. Which one is the better one? Do the Right Thing, Clockers, or Inside Man? Do the Right Thing. Oh, that's my favorite. Boom. Uh, since you have a strong, uh, what's going to call it, uh, connections with Buckshot, who do you think is a better group in your opinion? OGC, Smith & Wesson, or Helter Skelter? Boot camp edition right here. Smith and Wesson. Those are my mans. Those are my mans. There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer, <laughs> by the way. Those, those are the mans. That's my guys. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Uh, number seven. Here we go. If you could work with one producer, would, would you work with Primo, RZA, or Dr. Dre? Ooh, that's another good question. I would say Rizzo or Dre, but I'll go with Dre. Okay. Okay, we'll circle back to that one, Dre. Dre's a good answer. Uh, number six, what's more important to you, man? Respect or loyalty? Ask that again. What's more important to you, respect or loyalty? Respect. Okay, no doubt. Uh, if you could choose a crew from the mid-2000s, who would it be? G-Unit, Dipset, or D-Block? If I had what? If you could pick one of the crews, would it be G Unit, Dipset, or D Block? D Block. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, better rapper in your opinion, Big L or Big Pun? 
Big L. All right, all right. Uh, where do the better MCs come from, Harlem or the Bronx? Bronx. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, in your opinion, and this one's kind of personal to me, what's worse, biting or snitching? You said biting or snitching? Yeah. Biting? Yeah. As in like taking something from someone? Yeah. Like stealing something from yeah, someone? Yeah, like jacking their whole shit. Snitching. Or snitching. Yeah, snitching. I say snitching. All right, no doubt. Okay. Uh, last snitching one. is putting people away for life. True indeed, true indeed. <laughs> Uh, last one, the one that started it off for the pod, for the Godcast. Who's the best MC, Biggie, Jay Z, or Nas? <laughs> I, I, the young me would have said the young me would have said Biggie. VR now. What, what, what you saying right now? Nas. Shots for BS to the OP. B B R. You just you just let all of Brooklyn down. Yo, I have to say Nas because now if you ask me a question like who who was the better rapper within a two year three year span, I'm gonna say Biggie because uh-huh. he grew up fast, mm-hmm. but he didn't gain like he didn't have that time. And longevity in the game to say that we for us to say that he would have lasted as long as Jay-Z or Nas did. Correct. We don't know that. Correct. So so that's why I always so when people compare Biggie and Tupac, I'm like, the young me would have said Biggie, but now that I've gained a more of an understanding, I'm mm-hmm. gonna say Tupac. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's those are the differences. You still my man, but <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn just cried a little bit. <laughs> nah, BR, man, you my bro. Word up. Um, thank you again for coming on the show. Let's get into the love song real quick. We can even, uh, we can even fade out with the love song. So, uh, again, let me say, make sure y'all are following the brother BR at BR Molly, M-A-L-I-E. Make sure you're following the podcast at G-A-H-H-D underscore podcast. Make sure you're following the bro at the real underscore VSOP. That's a Twitter exclusive. Make sure you're following our co-host who is missing, Bloodshot at right. Deadass underscore worldwide. Make sure you're following me at call me underscore Joseph underscore. Excellent. We're looking out for the new music. Count on me November 5th. Mm-hmm. Uh, short video in January. Mm-hmm. BR, you want to give any shout outs, any sign offs? Definitely. I got a shout out the whole money and violence movement. Shout out my guy Rafe. Um, shout out to uh, DJ Prince that I'm working with right now. Shout out Sonny I'm working with right now. Shout out to Dutch Master Spence. Shout out my boy Ringmaster Gutter. Shout out to the whole local life movement. My boy Grizz, LI750, Half the Guard, Trav. Um, I have to even shout out to my boy that died on Father's Day. Father's Day. Um, a lot of people may have noticed the footage of the shooting of, of dudes getting robbed on Father's Day. Mm-hmm. It happened in Dykeman. It happened in Dykeman in Washington oh, Heights. I did hear about that. I did hear about that. Yeah. It was a it was a black dude and a Spanish cat. Yeah. Those were my boys. Those those are the locos. Those they're part of local life. Those uh, are the locos. Yeah. Rest in peace. One of them is Trav uh. Av, one of the artists. Um dudes ran down on them, came out the club for their jury, shot him in the head. The car drives off. He crashes into a park, into a store, 
and they go in the car and still takes off all his jewelry as he's he's dead. The nigga killed my man, took all of his jewelry off. Still, my other man, they touched one with him trying to take his jewelry off. Wow. He fights for his jewelry. They got his chain. He starts running off. They chase him down, still shoot him up, but he survived. Wow. My other Thank boy, God. that's the artist, Trav Av, he happened to go back inside the club to use the bathroom so nothing happened to him, mm. luckily. But I have to I have to at least shout out my bro. His name is Roy. You know what I'm saying? Like my my my, my condolences definitely go out to his family once again. That's Sorry that has happened to him. Sure it was I Father's think, Day. It was only like like we they all went out only to celebrate for Father's Day because we're all fathers now. Mm-hmm. I just had a son. This is my my, my first son. Oh, my son is one years old now. Yeah, I'm a oh, junior. Like, God a junior. bless. God bless. Thank you, thank you. That's so just God like bless. you, I never had a son. I just had my first son. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a blessing. Like yeah. God has blessed me. That's how God I know bless. I got new blessings coming my way because I got a son now. Yeah, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. And I named him. He's a junior. My name is Kamali. My real name, and his name is Kamali Junior. He's a junior, mm. and he's my twin. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like he's like, like twin. My me and my son are the same way. My name That's is Man, Howard. Yeah, love my guys. Like I appreciate y'all definitely for always showing sure. love to me, being supportive. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like is is is. Once again, without y'all, nobody, without the fans, without the supporters, no entertainer would be who they are. You Fact. understand? So I'm grateful for everybody that shows love and give y'all energy to me, to the movement. And I'm grateful. Yeah, thank y'all. Thank, thank you, brother. And hey, um, who was doing your hair during the interview? Oh, that's my stylist. Shout out to my hairstylist. Big shout yeah. out to her, man. She yeah. got busy. Shout out my hairstylist. She did all that. What in like about an hour and a half? Yeah, what well, it came out. You know what I'm Like she's really dope. Since Diddy has been doing my hair, I don't go to nobody else. Yeah, nobody else. Yeah, tell her we said you know shout, out shout out to her. Shout out to her. Absolutely, Bro, so, uh, Thank you again, Anybody my that heard this, go follow her too. If y'all need your hair done, Diddy Designs. D e d e dot designs on Instagram. Okay. All right, go check that out. Go shout out to out. her, absolutely. Yep. Shout out to the local life. Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to the brother Br. Oh, mm-hmm. Shout out brother F and Straight Fuego Studios. As always, it's studio time. Make sure you follow him at Ethanar711 for that uh, clear cut quality for your earlobe penetration. Um, shout out to all the listeners checking in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Word. Um, shout out to I think that's it. Shout out to everybody, oh, brother. Yeah. F is gonna tune up the love song of the week. We're gonna fade out to that. Um, there is a versus battle coming up. It's Big Daddy Kane uh-huh. versus KRS One uh-huh. Sunday, October seventeenth. Make sure y'all check that out. Who you got, We're Molly? fading out with uh oh, go ahead. Who yeah. you got, brother? Be y'all. Who you think? I can't wait, man. KRS One is my big bro. He showed me so much love. Oh, okay. There you go. Boom. There you go. KRS. Who you got? Damn, I want to say Kane, but KRS is a beast when he comes to performing records, man. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. So, yes. The performance very, is super important. He's very yeah. old school, but boy. Nah, nah. His, his performance is, is live. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. He's to a this problem. day. To this day. So shout out to Big Daddy oh, Kane, yeah. Brooklyn. Wait a minute. BR, did you pick KRS one? <laughs> <laughs> he's two for two. <laughs> oh, no. Start the fade out. <laughs> shout out go, to baby. Brooklyn. Shout out to Big Daddy Kane. Shout out to KRS One. Uh, shout out to the Bronx. This is actually my favorite KRS One song ever. KRS One. Um, 
Love's gonna get you. Shout out and Ooh. rest in peace to DJ Scott LaRock. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, shout out to all the listeners, everybody checking in. This has been episode 83 of the Great American Hip Hop Debate Podcast. And here we go. I am the brother Burns. As always, hold up before we go. Shout out to all the ladies. Shout out to all the wives. Shout out to all the moms, all the sisters, all the daughters out there. Shout out to all my um girl dads. All the aunties. All the aunties, all the donyas, all the side pieces and the thotties. This has been episode 83 of the Great American Hip Hop Debate Podcast. Chin up, chest out, carry yourself with honor, carry yourself with pride. Uh-huh. And somebody hit my music. Just let this ride, brother F. We're going to fade out to this. Because this is my joint. Shouts to be on. Yeah, absolutely. One love. Definitely. Shouts to podcast itself. Niggas got down, so be humble, nigga sit down Was on my shit then, I'm on my shit now Ain't shit change, you know how it go shit change. Only five ten, but keep it tall, yeah. my nigga Jack to the day that I fall, my nigga Yeah, I got shit to live for, my nigga But I'm going hard, ain't no going home You know how it go, 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 go You know how it go, Jack 24 on the grind, you know how it go This my block, you tryna grind, you know how it go this nigga out of line, you know how it go. You now. Jack. B.A.B. me will fuck it up. Me full of stamina. B.A.B. me full of stamina. Stamina. Am I no gangsta? Am I no bad, you know? Bad, you know? She no look the same after Grammy, you know? Catfish, you know how it go. Thought I had a bad bitch, you know how it go. I had a, you know.
Before I send her home, I send her home. She still gon' get that dick, you know how it go. You know how it go. Man, I lock up, you know how it go. 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 Niggas be hating on the low. You know how it go. They don't wanna see you grow. You know how it go. These niggas do the most. You know how it go. Grind 24. You know how it go. But you can't. But you can't. But you can't.